Sports Saturday. It's complete. Another touchdown. Cougar Sports Saturday. Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. KSL Sports. Left wing for three. He got it again. BYU Sports Talk by Cougar fans for Cougar fans. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte. On Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back in to Cougar Sports Saturday. We're on KSL News Radio. BYU and Texas Tech, a top 25 showdown in Big 12 play. Cougs 14 and 3, 2 and 2 in the Big 12, number 20 in the AP Top 25. Texas Tech comes into the game number 25 in the AP Top 25. I say it all the time. The words of Scott Drew, just another day in the Big 12, Matt, and I love every second of it. You know me. I'm Mr. Big 12. I love everything Big 12. And this game should be a fun one today. And we'll, as we dive into the matchup a little bit deeper, we get into the three-pointer. Here's what we do on the three-pointer, Mitch. We'll give you a key stat, some players to watch, and then some bold predictions from the matchup. Let's start with a key stat, and I'll start things off. Uh, the number is one for me. What does that represent? I think this is meaningful still. They are the number one scoring team mm. in the Big 12, and that is with bad offensive performances against Cincinnati and UCF and a so-so one against Baylor. They're still a top-scoring offense, and maybe they found their footing with the win against Iowa State. And This Texas Tech team, they're certainly talented. They're athletic. They're long. You know, It's the Big 12, right? We could say that about every team in this league. But defensively, they're just middle of the road. So maybe there's an opportunity here offensively to 87 is probably a high bar. Uh, Their season average is probably a high bar. But if they can continue to be one of the top offenses in the league, they'll have a chance to win some of these um, more difficult road games. My stats, 1.95. So just throw in the decimal there (laughs) on your number and add that .95. That's BYU's assist-to-turnover ratio, which still ranks number two nationally. And I just feel like... I think that's been the big catalyst for BYU this year is that they take care of the ball. There was there was games against Cincinnati where they lost, and they had 18 turnovers, and it wasn't a surprise that they lost, giving up the ball that much. And then at Baylor, you had 14 turnovers. They bounced back against Iowa State, still ended up with about 11, but it was a, you know, it was a performance where you understood, like, Iowa State's going to cause – Turnovers. They, they had a lot of turnovers against UCF, too, uh, but that's one of the top t- turnover-forcing teams in college basketball. I just like what BYU's done in the past two games. I think it's going to carry over, and, and the way they pass the ball, like despite being a team that has no post presence, really, no threat in the paint, the ability to still get wide-open shots from three has been kind of remarkable, and it's been quite the sight to see for BYU. So that assist-to-turnover ratio, it's got to be in a good place today against the Red Raiders. Can I piggyback off that? BYU 8-0 and this season when Dallin Hall dishes out five or more assists. So maybe a, a common theme to your assist-to-turnover ratio when they're at their best their point guard, Dallin Hall, is look, he had eight assists against Iowa State to three turnovers. That's a really good ratio. That's better than two to one. So if he can continue to distribute and keep the turnovers low, that feeds right into what you're saying. It's, it's you know, BYU's just the way they pass the ball has been fun to watch this year. This is a creative offense, even when, you know, you're talking about 
you know, Tyrese Halliburton. It was in the Marriott Center a couple nights ago for that Iowa State game, and he you know, gave some praise to BYU for what they draw up. So it's a fun offense, and they are exciting and entertaining. When that, that three ball's fallen, man, that assist number can climb in a hurry for BYU. Players to watch, for me, Noah Waterman. I thought he had a really nice bounce-back game against Iowa State. 18 points, four rebounds, played 34 minutes, good defense, seven of eight from the free throw line. I, I feel like... And I, I don't want to put it all on Noah because it's not just Noah. But it feels like when BYU is at their best, he is playing well. And when they lose a game to Utah, they lose a game to Cincinnati, he's nowhere to be found offensively. Can't hit a shot. It, it, I know it's much more than that. But to me, Noah Waterman, man, do you need 18? No, you don't need 18 from Noah to win, Mitch. But you do need 10, 11, 12 to go along with what he brings defensively. So Noah Waterman, I want to watch this dude tonight. Can he string together multiple consistent games in the Big 12? He didn't do so in the WCC play last year. Now he's a much better player this year than last year. But that next step for him is, hey, can you beat 10 points a game the rest of Big 12 play? If he can, I'm feeling like they can beat anyone in the Big 12. But if there's going to be a two- and a four-point performance in there, they're going to lose those games. I love that pick because it's clear when that guy hits a shot early, it seems like that's the ultimate confidence boost for him. My pick for BYU is Jackson Robinson. He was 3 of 8 from 3 against Iowa State. Kind of an underrated storyline for Jax. When he had that huge 8-3 point game against Denver, he suffered the ankle ankle injury after, and then he kind of went on a little bit of a dip to open up Big 12 play in terms of his efficiency from 3. I thought that was a little bit of a a nice bounce back from distance for him against Iowa State. I'm sure he'd still like that number to be a bit higher, but I think he's got to be knocking down that three ball. He's going to get more minutes, uh, continue to get more. He might be in the starting lineup. We'll see. If Trevin Nell's good to go, I still think you probably play Trevin in the starting lineup and get Jax back to that six-man role. But him as the backup point guard, like he's going to see time in critical spots, and I want to see him knocking down the three ball at a high clip. For Iowa, or not Iowa City, that was the win earlier in the week. For Texas Tech coming up uh, pregame at 3 p.m. here. Warren Washington, you already talked about Pop Isaacs and his scoring ability. Warren Washington, top five rebounder in league play, top two shot blocker. So he will be a challenge inside for BYU. Keep an eye on number 24, Kerwin Walton for Texas Tank. He's a former North Carolina transfer. He's had games where he's knocked down six, seven three-pointers in a game. He had six threes against Houston. Some of that wasn't in clutch minutes where the game was a little bit out of reach, but he can knock down the three. Uh, BYU's been a good defensive team defending the three this year, but whenever you get in your home environment, and we know in Big 12 play, when the momentum swings for the home team, you know, a guy like him can start to really heat up. So keep an eye on Walton. He's in that starting lineup at the number twenty, wearing the number twenty-four jersey for the Red Raiders. Old predictions for me. I think BYU is going to be healthier than they've been. I think Foose is going to give it a go. I think Trevin Nell is going to give it a go as well. So I think there's going to be more options for BOU basketball. You know, you you brought up that Texas Tech's not the greatest defensive team, and BYU's good by the metrics, but still I think there's there's opportunities for teams to score some points on BYU. It happens. 
I'm going to say, though, this might be a little more of a defensive battle than we've grown accustomed to with BYU games this season. I'm going to say both teams under 65 points today. Oh, wow. A uh, rock fight down in Lubbock, yeah, huh? Just, uh, maybe it's a gut feeling here. I just I, I feel like there's this is one of those games where it's going to take grit, that gritty win. Like last week against UCF was kind of that way. And BYU, that was a real breakthrough, I thought, to, to beat UCF and to do it in that style. BYU can win those type of games on the road. I, I just I don't trust BYU you on the road for their high-flying offensive antics. I, I hope it happens for them, but defense is going to have to win on the road in the Big 12. That's what it's going to take because anyone in this league, when you go on the road, it's like celebrate. It, it should be a, a parade to win road games in this conference, and uh, defense is going to have to travel. So I'm going to say both teams under 65. Taking a break here, one more segment to go. We'll give you our score predictions, final thoughts on BOU and Texas Tech before we hand it over to pregame with Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, and then at 4 p.m. you can listen to the game right here on KSL News Radio.